for our Canadian lifters. Pure passion, real results, what you put in your body should matter. Pure Vita Labs PVL supplements are clean, tested, and approved. Powering athletes for over 25 years. They also power the KOTL podcast. You could trust PVL. Use code KOTL15 for partnership pricing at PVL.com. Six-pack lapping at. We got the champ, Chance Mitchell. Tori's back. Arian's back. It is the women's roster now for the PA Nats doing the preview show here. We're going to start like we always do at the smallest, move up to the biggest weight class. And once again, you win the world title, or sorry, the national title, but you also need to hit the Carpino 1, which is the qualifying total. The Carpino 1 is the last three years, the total that won that weight class at the world championship, the average of that is how they got the Carpino 1. And Carpino 1, fancy way of saying, that is the qualifying total to get onto the U.S. national team. So you can win the national title, but not make the U.S. national team they're going to take selection first from uh, the national championship, and then they're going to move to Sheffield and start taking those people who hit their Carpino ones there at Sheffield. All right, let's get it underway here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, 47s. We got ourselves a bit of a battle here. Holy freaking smokes. Jessica Espinal has moved over from the USAPL. Um, she's posted up a 412.5. Now, Bench depth rule, I would have thought would would hurt Jessica because looking at that performance, she has it looked like it was a pretty tough, um, you know, in terms of depth. But let me pull up here. I had made some notes hitting eighty two point five for easy triples in training. I noticed, so perhaps it's not going to affect her like we thought at all. I've talked to a couple people now after his bench rule, and some people have said that I thought it would have affected have seemingly anyways in training rebounded fairly nicely. I don't know how it's going to play out. I would have thought it would have hit Jess, but now that I'm looking at her training, it looks like she's adapting. Um, the strength guys, she's a strength guys athlete. Maybe you guys have more input. Do you guys know how this is? Do you guys, first off, do either you two directly work with her? Tori. Hey, hey, now I don't know. Listen, <laughs> I don't know what you want to say. <laughs> what do I want to say? Let's you, see. <laughs> um, because she's got a battle coming in. Yeah. Put it this way. I'll respect if you want to play your cards close to your chest. But um, yeah, looking at the 412.5, crazy strong. I thought, whoa, the bench might come down and uh, she's close enough with Heather. If the bench even comes down five kilos, that could be big for Heather. But her bench looks good. Yeah, I, I will say that, and like, she would be fine with me saying this too, um, like, bench has been a huge struggle, like, it just took us to the lot, I would say, like, two weeks ago, things started clicking, like, it's been very difficult, but she has been, like, learning and trying very hard, like, <laughs> to be hitting depth, so, uh, yeah, she's and we've also like increased her bench frequency quite a bit. So she's had a lot more practice, but she will be affected a bit, but not as much as you would think for a small female. So uh, maybe she'll lose two and a half, five kilos from her best total. But let's not forget that she I mean, she's 
she's great at all three lifts. Like she's world-class squat bench and deadlift. So uh, we can expect her squat and deadlift to be improving. And I think we are actually going to have a battle for the squat record, which Heather holds right now. I think it's like one of the only female records for powerlifting America right now, actually, but it, she has it at 142 and a half kilos. So the girls will be battling for that. Um, I mean, it looks like Heather has been making great progress on squats too, but I think that's where they're going to collect some chips and then it will basically be Jess ahead of Jess will have the total going Jess will have the win going into deadlifts and then Heather will be pulling for the win but we yeah can't count out Heather at all she looks very strong right now and she's I think she's getting help from uh Kedrick with nutrition it looks like that's going very well for her and that could be why uh, things are blowing up. Um, She's kind of all in on training right now. It looks like so. Um, yeah. Well, talking about Heather, she squatted one fifty two point five in prep. Now that's amazing. That's fantastic. That that's great. She's also pulled two hundred two point five, and it looked fairly smooth. That's a deadlift. I don't know. If she came in on deadlift day. It's different when you max out on squats and bench. Flip side. She's also made repeated mentions of hip pain. Um, and then all of a sudden there's a more of an influx of bench videos. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure the story there. Um, she's got a little bit of time and she could rebound. The top end strength was flying there for, for a few moments though. He, I, she legit has mentioned some hip pain. Um, and hip shifts, etc. And there was a lot more bench videos all of a sudden. So I'm not sure. I mean, her there. bench is looking strong. Let's we, bench is looking we'll good. <laughs> bench is looking good, but uh, yeah. So I'm not entirely sure. And then uh, Cindy is uh, Cindy Vaughn. Is that how you pronounce her last name? Yeah, she's uh, not going to be competing. So you can. Just oh, go she one isn't. Mm. Damn. Okay. <laughs> well, you're going to pick her for first in Carpino one. No, well, because uh, she's also, she's your athlete too, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. And we all, yeah, yeah. So anyways, all right. So no, no wow, partying this time. Yeah, we, we all went out partying afterwards. Um, I'm going to pick uh, Jessica and I'm going to take Heather, obviously, coming in a close second. Um, I was impressed with some of Heather's numbers, but it was more what she'd start talking. When she started talking about the hip pain, um, and I started seeing more bench videos, less of the squats and deads. I'm not sure what's going on there. And, um, I think she's dealt with some stuff like this previously, if I remember correctly. Um, and Jessica seems to be the opposite. I'm, I'm getting the feeling that the momentum's really on her side. I was worried about the bench until I saw that triple and I'm like, well, and she's got a little more time yet still. And they're like, wow. Okay. And then to your point, Tori, if she only misses five kilo, which is a lot on bench, but not on total, she and she goes up two and a half to five kilo, seven and a half kilo, whatever on squat, dead, or right back into that winning total. I, I think um, if Heather's injured, I don't know. I don't think she's, I think Jessica can be around 515 in range, 510 to 515. If Heather's at all, 
what's it for? Sorry, four, yeah. sorry, four, 10, four, 15. <laughs> but um, if Heather is at all going through any pains, et cetera, it's going to be a big ass for her to do that. So that's why I'm picking that way. Um, in terms of hitting the Carpino, um, and it's, yeah, I mean, it's, I'm, again, you, I'm never going to say 100%, but uh, let's put it at 97%. Nice. Because uh, <laughs> I, I honestly, I think both these ladies yeah. should be unless Heather's more banged up than I thought. I don't think Heather's out of out of this by any means. If she's more banged up than I thought, then okay, that drops. But she's anyways. And who knows? Maybe Heather turns around. Maybe the little hip pain leaves, and all of a sudden she's smashing weights again. And okay, there it is. She's got time to recover. What do you think, Chance? And I mean, I saw Heather's deadlift. You know, only maybe it was a month or two ago. And, 202.5. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. or the from I guess like four weeks ago when she did 177 for like six. Um, I mean, that's like approaching like a 205 deadlift, like 202, 200 plus, you know, with the injury stuff. And if she's not 100%, I would say obviously deadlift's going to be hit significantly there. That was the, the, uh, the moment I guess that would be able to, to push that beyond that, right. Is like her deadlift is what's ascending her beyond Jess and Jess's bench seems pretty good. I don't know how much it's going to take off. I don't know that 90 kilo double that I saw from Jess looked like not to depth. Um, but I'm not hundred percent sure. I, I have no idea, but I want to give the benefit of the doubt to the more well-rounded lifter. If there is some sort of doubt on the other side. So I will go with Jess. Um, and I think Heather is going to be really close. What's your, and uh, Carpino wise? Um, like 80%. Oh, okay. So you're not as sure as me because it's 401 for the Carpino. Yeah. I mean, so you're pretty much going to be there if there's a miss or anything and potentially not, but yeah, it'll be close. That's the thing with these two ladies. They're actually pushing each other. Nobody's cruising to any Carpinos here. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a battle, and it's a really close battle. Uh, Arian, what are you thinking? What's your, what's your, obviously, you're going to have a biased pick. Yeah, obviously, biased opinion. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be a close battle. And it's like similar to some of these other battles we talked before, where, you know, Jess is the big bencher and Heather's the big deadlifter. So Heather just has to put whatever she needs at the end to pull for the win. They basically have the same squat. Um, Heather, you know, has more experience going to international meets and, and winning under pressure, winning world titles, everything like that. But Jess is like the, the young lifter. She's like the junior. I think she's like the same age as like, uh, Tiffany Chapon and some of these other juniors that are coming up. Um, so she's very young, could progress fast and everything like that. Um, another thing that may affect this session and some of the other sessions we didn't talk about on the men's side is how fast this meet's going to be. So if some people were doing, let's say, like USAPL Nationals, where it was like maybe four or five hours, or sometimes there's some local meets out there still that are like a full day thing. They just put everyone in one session, do four or five flights, and it takes, you know, six hours, eight hours. Here, it's going to be three and a half hours, maybe three hours. So people are, may not be ready for the speed of the meet, especially big Delphers may not be ready for the speed of the meet. If you're having hip issues and, you know, then the meet's going fast, that can bother you on deadlift. So it's definitely variables on both sides. Um Last meet, Heather missed her second squat and third deadlift. And at Worlds, she missed her third squat and then her first and third deadlift. So potentially there's openings there for Jess. You know, she her bench may take a hit from the, the bench rule.
but it seemed like she had more in her on squat and deadlift at the last meet as well. So she potentially had more than at 412.5. So in the end, I think Jess has enough of a lead on total and that the bench rule is not going to affect her as much. She had more in her squat and deadlift and she, you know, lives in Texas, everything like that. So I put Jess one, Heather two, and I'll put the Carpino probability at 75% because again, she's still new. She's still young. There's still a chance that like, you know, neither of them hit it. Like Heather hit 397.5 at Nash at worlds. So it's possible that, you know, she's sub 400 and we don't know if Jess has a bad day. If she's getting called on bench depth and only gets one bench in, she could be sub 400 as well. Fair enough. And why is Cindy pulled out? Uh, We'll just we'll, don't worry about it. Okay, <laughs> no, nothing, nothing bad. <laughs> yeah, well, it sounds like it. <laughs> you could have just said injured. I wouldn't know. I'd buy it. Um, sure, injured. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work now. <laughs> he was sure injured. Okay, moving on to the fifty twos though, and this is another battle. We got ourselves some uh, some good high end powerlifting going on. I we we obviously full disclosure full disclosure chances athlete is Megan um Herbert is that the proper way to express it and correct she's moved down from the 56s 57s uh previously in USAPL so depending on how you want to call it but moved down to the 52s and hasn't had a 52 kilo total right no this will be the breakout meet we are hoping for <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, for those taking a look at the possible Carpinos, and we got to keep an eye on that. She has totaled 435. She needs a Carpino of 433.5. We know her top end strength is there. It's all going to come down to getting the body weight down and maintaining that strength. She will be joined on the platform by Jamie Fisher, 52 kilo veteran. Um, Jamie won Mega Nationals a world-class lifter herself and uh, training's looking good. It depends on how the bench rules are going to affect her. Not a whole lot of posting coming out of Jamie onto her Instagram. Um, so it makes it a little more difficult when you're trying to do your scouting. Although we do know Jamie has posted up previously, uh, taking a look here, a 415. Now it comes down to just how much of the kilos do you think is going to drop and hurt Megan? Is it going to be a 20 kilo drop? That's huge. Um, but even if you don't think it's going to drop 20 kilos, um, let's say Megan or sorry, Jamie moves up a few kilos. I think bigger picture here and you know how much chance um, eyes to world championships and it puts priority on that four 433.5. That is a monster total for anybody's first 52 kilo performance. Um, and also I'd be remiss if I didn't mention, Oh, by the way, Agatha is back. Aggie was a 57 last year. Now moved into the 52s doing right quite well for herself. 390 coming with the nomination total. And also Kate Cohen is going to be here scrapping it out. This is going to be a fight for the podium. Um, one, two, and then also for the bronze medal, taking a look at this. Do you guys want me to go first? Go for it. I'm going in. I think Megan's going to win. All right. Even if her, her total comes down, I don't think it's going to come down enough for Jamie to catch her. Unless Megan has an absolutely horrendous weight cut. But 
I know Chance has been around the block. He's seen weight cuts. We've talked in the DMs and um, things that he's going to land this plane. All right. We're going to land on, we're going to land in the 52 kilo class and it's not going to murder her to do it. I think she's going to win. The big question is, can she hit that Carpino? That Carpino is a fucking monster. It's so big. It's almost unfair. Um, 433.5 is, is monstrous for anybody's debut after doing a cut for the first time, the 52 kilo class. Let's put a pin in that for a second. I'm taking Jamie for the silver. I don't think Jamie's going to be able to, to catch up to Megan's top end overall strength. If Megan can make the cut and keep that strength. Let's talk about the bronze medal though. Um, now I'd said Agatha has been making good gains and she has, she hasn't been posting as much on Instagram, which isn't kind of like her. Um, she usually posts a little bit more. I feel like I've seen a lot more coming out of her previously. Now that might be some people go dark leading into these and don't want people to know where they're at. Um, I don't want to read too much into it. Her squat looks good. I want to see a little more of her dead. I'm not entirely sure where she's at, but Kate Cohen, I seen take 127.5 for triple on her squat. That's previously around where her second attempt would be. I've seen her triple 272.5 on bench, and it looks good for the bench rules. Tripling that, that's previously what her second attempt would be. And then I just seen her PR deadlift 180. Now, obviously, that's the biggest she's ever done. Her body weight is 50 kilos. There isn't going to be any kind of, it's not carrying over onto the platform. Only five kilos separates um, these two ladies, Kate and Agatha. I'm going to pick Kate for the upset to take that bronze medal based off of what I'm seeing. Now, Aggie might have some phenomenal lifts here, and, and she does have some good lifts on the IG, but I just haven't seen enough to be able to build that total around. I think Kate's going to take it. Um, so there's my one, two, three. Now I'll give you my percentage. 433.5? But I'll tell you something. I've seen Megan's lifts and they're fucking, they're heavy and they're, they're pacing for that. And the body weight, if the body weight's off, it's that the strength is there. She is pacing for it. You just, she cannot lose anything off of the water cut. And I've been burned on this before. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you talking about? Well, like several <laughs> times throughout the year. Man. I've been doing this since 2016. Um, I don't want to influence you or anything. Just, you know, whatever you think. What, will you say where your body weight is or you want to keep those cards to your chest? Uh, she's 118, 119 pounds. So it's like a two, two and a half kilo cut. I check with her every day. <laughs> Tell me what <laughs> your weight is, please. Please let, please let me know yep. how far are we going to have to make this? Okay. Yeah, right. that's good. And if you practice water cuts with her, this <laughs> she is, I'll, I'll admit she is pretty new to uh, like the, the big, big time uh, cuts or maybe not even cuts, but like big, big meets, big scenarios, head to head matchups, that kind of mm. stuff. 
This is Brian, pick something so we're not here till 3 a.m. Okay, sorry. <laughs> All right, I'm going to put her at 60%. Um, I think she could do it. It's teetering on the side that she'll do it, but uh, yeah, go ahead, Arian. As far as Jamie as the wild card is, how much does it affect her with the bench rule? She sandbagged the meat to qualify, and I didn't see any videos, so I don't know how easy or how hard it was and how good her bench step was, so it's hard to know um, what she's capable of other than previous meets. Um, with Megan, yeah, it's the weight cut. She weighed in at 56 for her qualifying total. So I have to make it all down to 52. Sounds like she's already at 54. Um, but just depends on again, how much that final bit cuts, like we were talking about as far as Wasker with both of them, since I did look at some of the recent training, I'll say, I'll say here, you know, maybe it, it might annoy them, but maybe they'll just both of them are squatting high. So that can be an, an issue for both of them. It's like, they're both squatting high in training. Then you have to make weight. Maybe you squat higher in the competition, and there may be some misses there if uh, neither of them adjusts. With uh, Agatha, yeah, she hasn't been posting too much lately, but she has. She's posted some good deadlifts for the last several months. Like going into, I think, or right after NAPF, she posted like a 190 deadlift, and then after that, she did like a 180 for three. So I don't know how much of that um, is still being like, you know, she still has a strength for it if something happened that she's not posting and transferring over, but that obviously helps her out a lot. And then with Kate, um, yeah, she has the big deadlift as well. But if you look at her meet history, like I'm looking right now, her last five meets, she's missed her third deadlift. So it's kind of like when it's your go-to lift, like when it's your go-to, you know, move in boxing, or whatever like that, you're a big knockout artist. You keep going to that. You keep trying, oh, I can just load a big deadlift. I can load a big deadlift and it's not happening in the meet. So depends on whether she can execute. So everyone has some variables here. Um, Jamie obviously has to pull first, but I will still go with the veteran and experience. I'll put Jamie one, I'll put Megan two, I'll put Agata three, and I'll put Kate four. Dude, I thought you said you didn't do research and the guy fucking spits out a... Well, while you're talking, I'm looking at some squats. I'm like, oh, fuck, that's yeah. you, you do, <laughs> Yeah, but you do a lot, bro. You undercut. I, I'm watching you. You're sneaky. Um, Tori, what do you say? Okay, so I'll, I'll start with uh, uh, Agita and Kate. They actually have like very similar similar uh, squat and benches, so it's going to come down to the last pull. And from what I've seen, Kate's deadlifts have been looking very good, so I'll put her in uh, third place. And then in second, I will put uh, Jamie. Um. Yeah, like Arian said at her last meet, like I, we don't know if he, she was sandbagging or not, but she did bench like twenty kilos less than she than her best, and she is very affected by the bench rules. You go back and watch her bench videos of her benching anything over ninety kilos, and it looks. I mean, I don't know how the rules are going to be interpreted, but they look high. Like they're not likely not going to pass. So we can probably take like twenty kilos off of her bench there. And then if Megan's cut goes well, she comes in, like maybe even takes lighter squats, like she, if she's not squatting to depth now, um, this will be like a runaway for her anyways. Do I think she's going to hit the Carpino? Honestly, like 60%, <laughs> maybe. I have made that cut many times. And like, as I mentioned before, as a small female, like, it's very hard to cut that much weight. Um, two kilo cut, and then with traveling and stuff, yeah. Yeah, Travel. how does two kilos? How does two? Because you're 
anyone listening, Tori's a 52. How does two kilos? Is uh, that big no, for 52? No, I was. Warmer. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Never uh, mind. Let's no, it, yeah. Two kilos. I mean, if she's going from two kilos, like from now until like dieting there. No, I'm saying a, water a water cutting? a water cut the week of from 54 to 52. Okay. Yeah, I mean, personally, I know everyone responds differently, but for sure. me, like, I missed weight doing that. So, and I had to go to the hospital. Like, I almost died. Okay, so. I want to change my okay. percentage. Anyways, you know. for, two, for two kilos, you had to go to the hospital? Well, uh, well, I traveled to Sweden, so I retained a bit of water. Uh, food was weird. Stuff like that. I was uh, there. I had to sauna. He put a garbage bag over me. Well, I did. Like, <laughs> did but, you go to dinner? But that with was him? just because I said this is trash. <laughs> no, I think that's actually the first time we met. Right. Anyways, like, hey, this, let's go chit chat. You want to go get me. some food? <laughs> but, um, all right. So what? Wow. What's the deal, Chance? But what yeah. Are we, what, what do we got? Obviously, you're picking your girl. What about? Do you want to pick the other picks or? Yeah, 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 I can say. Um, yeah, the thing is with Jamie, I, I didn't see the meat video for her bench. So I don't know really what happened there. Um, she hasn't posted that much as of late. Uh, yeah, I've seen her squats. I think they're high as well. Um, I would say Megan's are high as well. I tell her all the time. And uh, <laughs> uh, we're, we're just making sure that like, hey, like if we're capable of squatting 175 high, we're going to hit 165 to depth. So that is the the plan. <laughs> so nothing uh, unreasonable, nothing super aggressive. The you know the goal is to win, and then the second goal is to hit the Carpino. Um, nothing crazy. Her bench has been really good, benching 100, 102 and a half um, each week. Uh, benches. I mean, deadlift has been really good. The only thing is uh, for me and how I would have someone water cut two kilos should be no issue. Um, yeah. Um, that's all I really have to say. The, the big thing is like squat depth and making sure bench commands and everything else are good. Again, she is newer to the bigger competition uh, head-to-head matchups, but it'll be fine. I'm picking her to, to still do really well. And Agata would be Agata would be third. And again, I haven't seen much as of late for what she can do, but based off of what I saw at her open uh, powerlifting database, She's going to be up there. It just depends. You know, maybe she might actually be Jamie. I don't know how much the bench will affect her, but I would still probably put her at third if Jamie squats to death. There it is. We'll move on to the 57s. I know Arian's getting tired. Um, I mean, I was going to ask Chance for his percentage real quick for me. Okay. Well, I know. Yeah, yeah. Let's get it. Um. As of now, like 80%. Nice. Good. That's confident. Yeah. That's confident. Yeah, because that's why I like the those, I mean, those those would all be her her training numbers. Um, not her training numbers, her numbers that she did the last meet, and she's gotten significantly stronger across the board. So even with a weight cut, no, it'll be fine. Uh, moving into the 57s, obviously, Natalie Richards is a, a really big favorite to take this gold medal. Natalie, a rising star, coming in with a 501 kilo total and just a stitch over 57 kilos when she did that but strength looks that looks good 
um, a solid pick. And I think definitely going to hit that Carpino. I think most of us will agree on that. So Natalie Richards is, you know, if we're going to give the Carpino to, uh, percentages, I'm in the 90 percentile. What's the Carpino for her? It's, um, it's like a 470. So she said oh, 501. That's total. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So the Carpino is 478. I can't foresee. I think she's going to go over 501. So her total has got to drop drastically. If you think percentage wise, um, I just can't see it. So I'm in a 90 percentile for her to hit that. Um, Christi, Christina Parachi, Chrissy Max Power. Does she still go by that? I don't know, mm-hmm. but that's how I'll, that's how she'll always be in my heart. <laughs> um, 56 kilo champ from the USAPL coming over to the IPF. It is a stacked. 57 kilo class in the IPF getting out of nationals is going to be super tough. Obviously with Natalie Richards here, but Christina probably going to take this silver medal coming back from multiple injuries to her knee, multiple surgeries to her knee, winning the 56 kilo USAPL title and coming over. I'm happy to see her for the first time in uh, real life. And um, she's world-class as well. So it's great to have her on the platform and Kaya Johnson new to the game. This will be her second competition and finds herself going against two time national champion in Chrissy max power and a rising star in Natalie Richards. So Kaya is, (laughs) it's a baptism by fire for her, but that is my one, two, three, as well as my percentages chance. What are you saying? Love? Yeah, I mean, there's the same same picks. Uh, I just want to just, I mean, I think Natalie is going to do really well. Her, her total should only increase. Um, her training looks amazing. Every week I see something from her, it looks better and better. Uh, I have no doubts that she'll crush the Carpino. Um, so that would be 100%. Uh, Chrissy is probably like one of the most resilient people I've seen in powerlifting, especially like this generation um like how many people like complain about like whatever injury or whatever and they take off like two years of competing and like chrissy is like constantly here uh with major surgeries to where you can't walk for months and then she still competes so um yeah for her to even be at this point and to be up here is a huge 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 deal that i don't think people can really understand at one point she was like not even load bearing it was like crutches it was it was insane how quickly she turned that around and won the 56 kilo class of mega nets um i mean and she's done it multiple times she's had to do this multiple times usually you're like fuck it i'm done no more comebacks and she's i mean like six to seven surgery it was crazy Aaron, you were on that podcast i can't remember how many for sure but it was start in real gruesome surgeries very intrusive and for her to battle back, Mick, we'll be all right. Let's see what happens. Heart of a lion on that kid. Arian, what are you thinking? I got the same one, two, three. Um, the only thing I guess we're looking for out of Natalie this meet is like how she performs because, you know, last time she was at a nationals, she bombed out on deadlift. So like she's done very well at the local meets, but then it's the one time she went to nationals. She obviously had a disappointing meet. So now she's coming back to another nationals. Um, you know, she has a little bit of a gap on Chrissy, but Chrissy's still a veteran and, and a good uh, lifter. So could maybe put a little bit of stress and pressure on her. We want to see how she executes. But uh, yeah, I expect her to pick smart attempts, execute well, solidify the Carpino, maybe on like first or second attempt and then go from there. So I got obviously uh, Natalie, Chrissy, and then Kay. And I put Natalie, I'll put it at 90%. It's ins- It'd be, you know, some of the storyline might be 
just how far Natalie takes that total. You know, obviously a month later, Zsa Jackup and Joy Namani are both going at it as well as Sheffield and Zsa Jackup did 495.5, but Zsa Jackup's looking like she's, she said recently in her Instagram story, I'm going well beyond 500 kilos in Sheffield, just so you're all aware. And the French don't talk like that. So things are going well for her. And <laughs> Joy Namani's Joy Namani, multiple time world champion, different weight divisions. Um, you know, so it'll be interesting to see what Natalie's capable of doing. She could probably go around 510. I wouldn't be shocked at all if she can go around 510. Um, we'll see how far she pushes it. And but to your point, um, holy like look at Chrissy won nationals and then COVID took away worlds for her. So I mean I don't think I don't think Natalie's gonna bomb out again, but freaking Christy back in the IPF it's tough because she's got Natalie in this weight class. But who knows? Maybe Natalie moves. You never know. She's here now. If at some point in her career she ends up going to the IPF Worlds, that'd be amazing because it got taken from her, and uh, it's real tough to win you know a national title like that. What are you saying there, Tori? Um, I was just gonna say like other than Taylor, I think. Natalie is the furthest over the Carpino score than anyone else. Like, I mean, on the women's side, obviously, um, which is just insane. Um, I'm putting her at over 90%, 95% for uh, hitting the Carpino. I will leave that 5% there because of the bomb out at last nationals but it looks like she has everything under control now. So we can expect her to hit that. And then Chrissy comes second. So it'll be fun to watch, especially uh, I'm interested if she just goes full tilt in there and, and reveals mm -hmm. it all. So let's move on to the 63 kilo class where recent podcast guest, Megan Scanlon returns the returning world champion, Megan Posted up a 537.5 before 2022 was over. Now in 2023, the bench rule will affect her. We had the opportunity to ask her about that and how she's been adjusting. She says, I'm expecting to take a bit of a hit, but not as much of a hit as some people might anticipate. Um, the top end strength is still there. She needs to win and hit 518.5. That's all. That's 19 kilos. I don't expect 19 kilos off her bench press from what we've heard. So she is a pretty good lock to win this as well as uh, hitting that Carpino one in my book. She's my gold medal pick. And in terms of the Carpinos, I'm going to put her at, I'll say 70. Um, only I say 70 only because of, uh, I mean, that's actually rather high in my book. Seven out of 10 is a rather high, but I need to leave a little bit of room because I do think that with the bench rule, it'll affect her a little bit. Now in world, she did 505. So she's capable of having hot, cold days, but she was on the podcast saying that she really turned it around and hit her stride after worlds. And, uh, she's pacing like that again. Um, in second, Julia Williams, pardon me as I pull up my notes here, uh, hit 475 as a 66 in USAPL, moving down to the 63s. As a 63, she hit 417.5. Not entirely sure what to expect on that day. Her attempts 
Um, for squat, for instance, it was 25 kilos, 155, then mix missed 167 and a half. And then her bench, 25 kilos, 70 kilos, 80 kilos, and her dead, 75, 165, 182.5. Extremely low openers. Um, but her squat dropped. She missed her third squat, and her squat dropped 20 kilos from her 66 kilo total in USAPL. So I, I'm not entirely sure what to expect from her, but she is still going to be my silver medal pick, followed by Sophia coming into the silver medal position, just 18 years old. She was at junior world championships, um, just gaining experience as a teen and uh, at these nationals. Who wants to go next? I can go. Um, I would follow exactly how you said in the order. The I don't know how much she's going to take a hit from her bench, uh, Megan. Um we would assume she could still hit her opener, you know, which is around 130, 132 and a half. And I think that would be, even if she missed one lift, she would still be able, like a, a squat or deadlift. She would still be able to hit the Carpino one. Um, so I'll again, put her percentage pretty high, something like 85, 90. Um, yeah. It, I, you know, I, I don't know what else to say outside of that. I, I haven't seen too much of the other lifters yet, but um, yeah, Megan's been looking great. What do you think in there, Tori? Yeah, I was going to mention as well, I didn't really look into the lifters after Megan, but um, I did listen to Megan's podcast and yeah, it sounds like she's like, she's very confident, like she's found her confidence again. So I think moving forward, we can expect her to just like keep pushing what she's done already. Yeah, her bench might go down a little bit for the first part of the year when she uh, learns what the rule actually is, as no one really knows what it is right now. So, like, she could be affected a lot or maybe not at all, depending on how uh, the rule is interpreted at nationals, like how it's judged. So, yeah, even if she comes in and loses like 20 kilos on her total uh on on bench um she'll still hit the carpino um and i'm pretty sure she just doubled her third attempt from this meet in the gym on squat so we could expect that she maybe adds a little bit to her squat and then that would make up the difference and she's right there so um i'm gonna put her at 80 percent to hit the carpino erin I mean, same thing you guys are saying. Um, yeah, it, it's she has a little bit of leeway, but like also, I think she was telling us how she was gonna like sandbag a little bit. So like, then you only have so much room to sandbag if you're already losing, let's say seven and a half to twelve and a half kilos on bench. So like, I was trying to run some numbers. She would need between let's say like a one eighty five to one ninety squat. Then based on what she hits on squat, she would need like a one thirty to one thirty five bench, and then she would have to hit like a two hundred deadlift. So it's not like it's super easy day for her. Um, she did double the the 190 squat, so the squat's looking good. I just don't know what she's capable of on bench. Um, a little bit of travel and weight weights on point, everything like that. So uh, I got Meg, Julia, Sophia, and I'll put Meg like 75%, 80%, yeah, to hit that Carpino one. Moving on to the 69-kilo class, and Claire Zay has moved over to the IPF. Claire has posted up a 527.5 kilo total. 522.5 is the Carpino one that she needs to hit. So obviously she's five kilo over that. 
judging by her lifts that I've seen her on Instagram, she's pacing. She should easily be, well, I shouldn't say easily, but she should be able to hit this. I would be somewhat surprised if she doesn't. I'm floating around 80% range in terms of my confidence, which is still pretty high. That's pretty high for me. Um, so she's obviously my gold medal pick beneath her though, is Chelsea Savage Chelsea winning the gold medal in the bench event at the IPF world championships, a scrappy competitor working with Kristen Dunsmore. Um, her lifts look good and she might be able to move up a little bit. Her bench, I think is going to be overly hit, but to mitigate that kind of, I just, the, I can't see her doing kind of jumps like this. I think she's going to settle into the silver medal uh, comfortably and probably just move into her own ranges, maybe hit some PRs here and there. It, it Her lifts are looking good, but not the ty type of Claire Zay good. And then beneath that is uh, Kelsey McCarthy. One sec here as I pull up my notes. Um, has not competed raw since 2019. Now here's where things get interesting. Hit 480 then. In 2019, um, but doesn't post much. And could she jump 20 kilos and upset Chelsea? 2019, yeah, you could probably put on 20 kilos. It's um, I pulled up her Instagram. Yeah, she made kind of fun how she's like, look at I. This is the first time I've gone raw in years. But you're not seeing much in terms of scouting reports on her. I'm still going to take Chelsea in the silver medal position. Because she's been to PA Nats before. She's been to IPF Worlds before. Um, she's a, a solid competitor. But I got no idea about Kelsey McCarthy. And I don't think anybody really can. Um, so I'm not even sure if she knows. Because she hasn't competed raw herself. Right? This is all kind of new right now. So I'm not sure. But uh, just a heads up for anybody. We might see an upset. But not for Claire. What do you think, Tori? Yeah, I was going to say for uh, Kelsey, when I went on her Instagram, it was just a bunch of videos of her squatting 100 kilos. So I don't know what's going on there. Um, probably isn't using any type of competitive tactics towards anyone. So yeah, maybe she's just going to cruise into this meet and um, do what she can. So we can expect her to take third and then uh, Chelsea's training is also looking good, but yeah, I don't think it's going to come close to Claire or to Carpino. So we can expect Claire to come first. I do think Claire is going to hit the Carpino as she hit it in uh, the fall meet, but I also think she might be a bit affected by the bench rule change as she benches. Uh, like she's a pretty long range of motion, but she benches so narrow that like when you're watching from the front, if you're benching narrow like that and you have your elbows a bit tucked, it still like makes it look kind of high. So who knows? Maybe she could lose a bit on her bench if they're being strict with the rules. Um, so if she loses some there, then she would just be like barely hitting the Carpino. Um, assuming she made some progress on squat and deadlift. So I'll give her... 75% to hit the Carpino. Um, yeah, actually, you know what? That 527.5 was done as a seven at 73 kilo body weight. You're right. She hit 522.5 mm -hmm. underneath the 69. Thank you for uh jumping in there with that. Chance, what are you thinking? 
Yeah. Uh, from what I saw, I saw Kelsey, I think she talked about um, just using this as like a springboard into, you know, equipped, you know, nationals uh, or whatever big and nationals event. Um, not to say that like, she's not taking it seriously, but just to say that like, this is um, more of a secondary kind of uh, goal here. Um, so maybe, maybe she still does the upset and, you know, passes uh, Chelsea, but I, you know, passing Claire, I don't think is really too much of an option. Um, I think Claire will hit the Carpino and I would say probably 75, 80%. Um, Chelsea's bench probably shouldn't be too much affected, but I, I see her training has been going well. So yeah, I would say Claire one, uh, Chelsea, uh, two, and then, uh, Kelsey three. And I'll also say, I think Claire, going to worlds is a massive threat and it's going to be very, I, that's one thing I want to see her performance here, even though we're not saying she might be threatened and we think she's going to hit the Carpino. How far is she going to push this? I want to see where her bench is at um, in that total, because she's a threat at the worlds for sure. Podium. Yeah. What color is that metal? I'm not sure. Arian, what are you thinking here? Um, Similar thing as you guys are saying, like, yeah, when you mentioned Claire's 527.5 was at 73 kilos. But when you compare that meet to her recent meet where she was 68.3, her squat actually went up. Her bench was the same. It was her delf that went down. So who knows if that weight cut actually, because of the space in between those two meets, if it actually affected her or not. So I think she has a good shot. You know, if she maintained that weight, looks like she just did a 185 squat in training that she could be hitting that Carpino. Just depends on that bench. Her bench is close. Her last bench she posted up was like a pin press. So I'm not sure how much she's actually doing like pause on the chest and hitting the elbow depth. So um, I was putting her maybe more like 60, 65% chance, just if she does take a hit on bench, she's already right there in the line. So that's going to really hurt her. And then with Chelsea Savage, she just did the bench nationals with the new bench rules and hit a bench PR. So she got two benches in, hit a bench PR with the elbow depth. She missed the third on strength and supposedly they told her it would have been called an elbow depth. So she is right there in the line, but it seems like, She's fine with that. So I think she'll hold on to the second. And then, yeah, Kelsey McCarthy, you know, who knows where her raw numbers are at. Um, she's in this weight class. She's been one of those people that's been going up and down based in the weight class. Oh, it's 72. Oh, it's, you know, USAPL, it's 75. Or, oh, no, now it's, you know, 69 and 76 and stuff. So she's had to drop weight a little bit. And her best equipped numbers have come down a little bit. So maybe her raw strength has come down a little bit as well from the from the drop in body weight and not training as much. So yeah, I don't know how much of a threat she's going to be, if any. So I'll just put her at third. Moving along to the 76s in Dana McNeil returns. Um, she won the national title last time, went to the world championships. She'll be made onto the platform. Madeline Scott looks like she's not too far behind. So Dana McNeil has hit 542.5. Madeline Scott, 527 and a half. And then behind them, Lindsay Rubel. I'll tell you right. That's my one, two, three in terms of the 76 is it, the big discussion for myself because Dana does have a big deadlift. Look at if Madeline Scott has the day of her life and somehow mitigates this and Dana does just starts missing lifts. Dana McNeil's got a big deadlift and she'll be able to pull herself out of danger to solidify the win. I'm very confident in that. That's one thing Dana has. It's very consistent, but looking at her lifts, Squat's been going well. Um, haven't seen a heck of a lot of the bench press, at least not to my memory anyways. But uh, squat and deadlifts are on point, so her total should be safe. I think Dana's going to have maybe even a PR day. But hitting 561 Carpino, 
I put those chances at rather low. Um, I think Dana is my pick for the gold medal to retain her title, but I don't think she's going to make it in terms of the Carpinos. Now, again, still might make it onto the world team. I don't know. We have to look at all that afterwards, but um, obviously Sheffield has to take place and we say how everything goes. But I think Dana um, misses the Carpino. I put her percentages of getting Carpino at... Um, Twenty percent. I'd say around twenty percent to hit five sixty one. I think she's going to be on a really good day. She's going to hit around five fifty. Is where I'd peg her. Do you guys um, know if she's still in Japan? Uh, I'm not sure about that. No, I don't know. Because then you have to factor in travel as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It impacted her last time. I'd still pick her to win because she's like she's traveled a couple times and done well enough. Yeah. But to hit that Carpino. To your point, I think it just gets worse and worse. Um, what do you think there, Chance? What, what, what's your – that's probably your one, two, three? or Yeah, it is. Um, again, Dana's already you know, pretty much solidified the number one. Um, even with travel, I, I don't think it's going to change too much. And then uh, Madeline um, in two, um, same three. I don't think I have too much else to add on this. And percentages of Carpino? Mm, I'll give a, a 30. It might not matter. So she might make the team anyways, but, um, you know, you always just want to take it out of any doubt. What are you thinking, Tori? Yeah, I think, like, her training has been looking consistent and she's – if she is traveling like she's used to it so i think she'll she'll get close i know she has posted up some um like a bench pr a few weeks ago so um yeah and her her deadlifts have been looking good as well i don't think she's gonna hit the total but i'll end in the middle and give her 25 percent it, it is um she I, I think she could still take the u.s team though yeah, uh, like her points are still quite high. Um, I mean, I'm on open powerlifting right now, but her dots would be 514. So like that, that's still pretty good. Like she still has a good chance, especially if there's a few other spots open from other classes. Yeah, it's going to be it. like, yeah. It's going to be, um, you know, Bonica and, and Amanda and then, um, you know, these other ladies. We'll see how that unfolds. But I think she could probably still take the, take the team. Arian, what are your thoughts on that? Her chances of making the team? Um, Not good. Oh, really? Okay. Oh. Wow. <laughs> I, I mean, personally, I think what's going to happen, I mean, like you said, Bonica and Amanda will get two spots. And then I think you'll double up on 47s. Oh, that's right. Before you take yep. a I wasn't thinking about six. I wasn't so thinking about becomes, doubling up. Then it becomes, um, does a 52 hit, then Dana's out, or does a 52 miss, and they get to see between the 52 and the 76 who's has a higher Carpino or GL points, whatever they do. So it, it's a tough spot for both the men and women because of how stacked it is and everything like that. Um, as far as Dana's numbers, yeah, she hit the 542 you know, years ago at 80 kilos. She hit 532.5 her last two meets. Um, seems like her training is going well. She's been posting up like a 225 uh, bench when she's done 215 in a meet. So she potentially has more there. 
Chance mentioned the travel. The travel will probably be the big thing because that can really affect you. And Madeline's not that far away. If you're taking 532.5 and 527.5, that's really close. And then if you have the travel with Madeline, like you said, she needs to have a good day because if you look at her meet results, like her last three meets, she's missed her third squat. She's missed uh, all three times. She missed her third bench two times and she's missed her third deadlift three times. So she's hitting an awesome total, 527.5 going six for nine. So if she can put together a seven for nine, an eight for nine, start putting more pressure on Dana, 532, 535, 540, you know, then Dana's going to have to put in that big pull and pass play a fast meet after long travel and try and make it. So it, it can be close, but I think Dana with how the bench is looking, if she can just like, you know, match her squat, hit a nice like five kilo PR and bench. And then she took a 10 kilo jump at Worlds for placing, which she won't have to do here. She can take maybe a five kilo jump uh, PRM deadlift. I think she'll pull it off. So I got uh, what you guys said, Dana, Madeline, and Lindsay. But I will put my Carpino one for Dana at 0%. Oh, shit. Well, that's almost... That's... Listen, giving 100% I'll never do and 0% I'll never do as well. That's like... I mean, the, she's showing up. You can't... Who knows? You want me to give her 1%? Yeah legit i legit would prefer one percent in 99 percent. fine i I hung out with dana in south africa had breakfast with her she's a very nice lady i'll give her (laughs) i'll give her one percent one percent for being nice yeah there's always a chance man there's always a chance for someone to say there's no chance but um Thank you for jump. I totally forgot about obviously being able to double up um, and weight classes and you're 100% right. So if you take the two 47s, which again, frick. Yeah. That's I'm almost under. a guarantee, right? Not it's almost a guarantee that they're going to be for it, two 47s. It really depends on if Heather, uh, I Heather mentioned the hit, but I don't know if it's that bad. 401 but she has done like arian said less than 400 previously though this year even so it's not a you know it's not out of the question that only 147 and then the 52 your girl's got a tough 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 carpino so it's not over for dana by any means yeah Uh, but if if megan doesn't hit the carpino her her points are still that's the highest that's true Mm -hmm. that is true um yeah it'll be more than dana's and then with, with Heather and Jess, I mean, let's say Heather's injured or numbers are down. I forget what the what the third place was, but like Heather at 380 or 385 could still get you what would have been second place at Worlds. But yeah, Dana yeah, yeah. Got fourth place at Worlds this the, the last year. So she would have to improve her total to try and get to like a second place, you know, at Worlds. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 unlikely. It's far more likely the other way, but <laughs> let's go to 84s. And uh, Amanda Lawrence invited to Sheffield, so she will not be attending. Um, we do have some competitors here, though. So looking at the Michelle Robbins, and let me pull up my notes. Um, coming in with a 527.5 nominated in Mary Gregory. And as I search my notes here, bear with me for a second. Michelle Robbins. 24 years old, was a 76 as recently as November, back in the 84s. Um, obviously, a solid pick has a pretty good gap between her and the rest of the field. Aliza uh, was at PA Nats last year. She also was previously a 76. She's going to be a very small 84. But um, 
looks like she's training well and uh, probably going to get some PRs here. So I expect her total to move up. And she is my silver medal. And Mary Gregory, 47 years old. She has previously hit 450, but that was back in 2020. Since then, her total has gone down just a bit. And she is my bronze medal pick. I do not believe we are going to see the Carpino being here. The Carpino being 621.5. We are getting close to 100 kilos off of the Carpino. Now is when we start talking about percentages as low as, I would say, I'm in the single digits. Um, (laughs) You know the difference between four or 5%. I mean, you're not going to put on like we're, we're talking low. You're not going to put on a hundred kilos or roughly close to a hundred kilos like that. Um, so there we have it. I'm uh, very interested in seeing if, uh, area gave Dana zero or one. If he's, we're going to get into frat. What are we doing here? We're doing zero point zero point. Oh, what man. are we doing here? You left yourself out with that wiggle room. That's that was, that was a classic mistake, buddy. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I do like the, the Michelle Robbins story. If you look at her open powerlifting, she competed at 2014 nationals and then came back and competed at 2022 nationals, like basically nice. a bunch of years off and coming back. Um, but it seems like she's trying to figure out her weight class. Cause she was doing 82.5 at a uh, USAPL. And then she qualified in a local Powell the American meet at 76, but she goes up to 84 now, I guess maybe for placing and not having the cut, get her total back up. And then Eliza, who is a 76, she decides she doesn't want to cut either. So she goes up to 84 as well. So she, uh, she might be hitting some PRs there as well. Um, so I got, yeah, Michelle one, Eliza two. Yeah, Mary, her numbers are down, but for Marissa, um, I've only seen her numbers from a different federation and then she was competing raw at wraps. It doesn't look like she's qualified yet. So I don't know when she's doing a local meet to qualify what her numbers are going to be. So she's like an X factor. So that's why I'll just keep uh, Mary Gregory for third. Cause I think, you know, even with her total going down, we don't know what the Marissa can do. And yeah, I mean, I'm putting Michelle at 0%. Um, all right. It is what it is. Chance, what do you think? Yeah. Michelle won. Eliza two and Mary three. Uh, the Carpino for Michelle seems to be a little too high. Uh, I don't know if I can do a zero. I'll, I'll do a, I'll do a 5%. Um, yeah. You know, she, she looks good. You know, five Oh five total is significantly more than the others. Moving into the 84 pluses. Um, we got, Erlina Morgan and with a nominated 485, um, followed by Tashel Kerr with a 477.5, and Luella Bowden with a 455. The Carpino one is 638.5. Bonica Brown invited to Sheffield, having won the world championships. And Bonica will not be competing. These ladies, as far as I could tell. That should be your one, two, three and are so far off. So now we're dipping into for myself. Now we're talking about for me, it's a 1% um, to get that Carpino, but it will be a one, two, three. And they're going to be, obviously it's a star studded cast all around. They have themselves a hell of a weekend at the PA Nats. That's how I see the one, two, three 
I don't think anybody else. Do, do we have a shake up there? We all agree of the one, two, three in a very low Carpino. I mean, score? it's it's possible just because like what I was looking at is they're all young, but Erlina Morgan had competed in Texas high school powerlifting. So she has a lot of data points in single ply now doing raw. But like to show Kerr, I can only find one meet. And there was a recent one. And then Luella Bowden or Bowden, only one meet. So who knows what to show Kerr, at least she like pushed herself and how much stronger she's gotten, stuff like that. Seven and a half kilos, easy to make up when you're, I think they're all like, you know, sub 25. And I think uh, to show might be like 16 or something. Um, so, oh, sorry, she's 22. So they're all very young sub juniors and juniors. So she could easily pull it off, but I just don't have any data on them. So yeah, I'm just going the one, two, three. Makes it and easy. Zero, and 0%. What's your percentages? It's all going to be rather low. We're talking one percentage. Talking, talking one. Talking one. And that's it. That's the way it's going to look for the PA Nats women's division. And uh, we did a pretty good job. Should we add any notes here? Do we think we could wrap it up there in terms of it's difficult to say for the U.S. women's team until it all plays out? Yeah, the only thing I would add is, you know, Bonica and Amanda's decision to sit out, uh, I guess, because, you know, there will definitely be a an opening for an alternate. It really doesn't mean too much that they sit out, you know, they can just focus on Sheffield and they should still get a alternate spot um, being the strongest, you know, women uh, at Sheffield. So, yeah. Yeah. They're they're. I cannot see a world where they don't end up on the world team anyways. So they might as well just train right through it. Um, talking to Amanda, she said she, there's a potential. She might make an appearance just to hang out. But uh, <laughs> because last year was a hell of a hang. I don't got to tell you, Chance. I don't got to tell you, Arian. It was yeah. it was an amazing time. I had like literally the time of my life. Don't tell me that. Yeah, sorry, Tori. Calm down. <laughs> you want to laugh? Calm down. Take a trip. We got a Lico barbecue. Oh. Yeah, it was good, man. Going out for the barbecue and all hanging out and everything. And I think um, Matt wants to hang out again. He's like, oh, I'm, I had fun Sunday night hanging out and going out to dinner. He's like, we should do that again. Was there a, is there going to be a barbecue this year? Yes. Yeah, Saturday, Saturday. It's Saturday? Yeah, that's how it was last time too. What about, oh, was it okay? All right. Yeah, because cool. Sunday night was like when me, you, Matt, Gavin went out with like Joey's whole crew and stuff like that and had dinner. Oh, at the restaurant. All right. I'm getting yeah. all my days so, mixed up. When was the so night we went out downtown? Friday when when Jonathan and Taylor won. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we did it every night, didn't we, Playboy? So, <laughs> All right. That, Saturday's gonna be a long day for you because session one's nine a.m., session two's two p.m., and then the barbecue's at six p.m. That's all right, buddy. I'm used to like I've done IPF worlds that are twelve days long, and your boy rarely slept. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a king. I can do it. Um, all right. Is there any other notes? Or do you guys think we're ready to wrap it up? Not That's good. Covers it. All right. Uh, listen, everybody, whatever platforms you're listening on, please do subscribe. Give us high ratings and let us know what you think of your picks. If you guys want to debate with us in the DMs or in the stories, we'll debate. And uh, let's see, man, we'll all get together for the recap show and we'll see how close we were and uh, who hit the Carpinos, who didn't and how the story unfolds until next time. Six lap pack lap it at six up and we are out.